Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And it's Corey. <laughs> oh, just that little bit of change is enough <laughs> to make me smile and laugh. Nice. We are here on Take the Elevator, and our goal is to elevate you in 22 minutes. Yes. Just to speak life, to give you encouragement, to say you're doing a great job, and just to put pep in your step, um, throw some positive vibes there, all that good stuff. All that. And then a little bit more. Right. If we can. Yeah. Sprinkle it. Anyways. That's a, that's a lot to do in 22 minutes, yeah. but we're up for the challenge. But we, yeah, we've been doing it. We've been, I think, doing it pretty well. It's an adjustment. Yeah. You know? But anyways, we on Monday talked about uh, the truth of good and possible. And I love the number three. In fact, as a professional trainer for adult learning, one of the things that we stay true to is that adults or humans in general usually remember things in group of three or in groups of four. Mm. So that's why to elevate and to really get this stuff to stick, because we understand that people don't take notes necessarily when they listen to a podcast. Um, if you guys are driving, hopefully you're driving safely. If you're listening during your break, evening, whenever that is. So here's... Um, can, so, can, I, can I slightly interrupt? What? You? Yes, I need I to. I was on a roll. I'm just going to sneak this in. Okay, okay I'm going to sneak this in. Uh, groups of three represent harmony. And mm. so being that we love music, harmony is everything. Yeah. Uh, and in a harmonic harmonic uh, saying, a chord or a strand of three is not easily broken. Hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you made mention of people taking notes. I think there's a different ways to take notes. Some people mm -hmm. take mental notes. Some people speak into their phones as I do and, you know, to remember something. And right. then sometimes people text things to one another as we do when we have a idea that we think is a, a higher elevated thought or a higher elevated process. Yeah. We'll text that to one another. So I'm sure people are doing that, maybe not just in the podcast, but in other areas. In life. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in that bucket, wherever your bucket's at, so you don't lose it. Now, I have to take notes multiple ways because... There's so many things coming across my mind. If I don't capture it, I will more than likely lose it. And then it doesn't matter. Even if you think, oh, I'll, this is so great. I'll never, ever forget this. Or I hear someone speak. I'm like, oh, my God, that spoke to me so strongly. I'm going to remember it. Right. And so you want to know part of my note-taking process, too? It's called teaching it back. Oh, yeah. Right? So if I learn something, I immediately will share and it helps me to immediately talk about it because then it just, it sticks. You planted that in me and it definitely grew and I am now doing the same. I love that. I love when we can all learn from one another, especially you and I, because I learned so much from you, from you and I'm like, oh, I hope he's learning a couple of things from me. <laughs> <laughs> I always learn from you. So, Gory, there's a, a triad that you use in life, especially with where you you shine in your gifts, abilities, talents, and skills. That's another word, another phrase we love, your gats. Right. Right. Gifts, abilities, talents, and skills. What's your method? My method typically is to research, mm -hmm. to practice, and play. Research, practice, and play. And in some cases, process or produce, just depending on mm, what it is. What it is. Yeah. 
I like that. And I, of course, we want to elaborate on that. So that's the intro to what you do. Um, mine, because I get a little over the top. So it's three E's. Okay. And it's engage, embrace, and elevate. Hmm. It's, so it's the same as yours, kind of. So I'll I'll talk about mine a little bit. When I just think of when someone engages in something, that means they're present, they're available, um, they're there to hear, right? So you see, see a lot of active listening connected with your senses so you're fully present. Um, so engaging and then embracing. When when you, you're like, okay, I got it, I'm in. There's that, it's no longer the I can, but it's turned <clears throat> into the I will. That's that embracing moment. And then you have. Oh, I can and I will and I have. Yeah. What? Okay, see. <laughs> you, okay, we're going to talk about that one later. You better text that to me. <laughs> I can, I will, and I have. But anyways, yeah, so that's the embracing part. And then, of course, elevating is that constant, continual learning, that constant wanting to develop on a personal level. Right. Um, never feeling like I fully arrived. There's always something I can learn. And I also use this for relationships, engaging with people, embracing them for who they are, where they're at. Again, trying my best not to pass judgment. And it's hard, people, when you realize, and it's hard for us to admit when we have a bias, especially with race, with size, with religion, whatever that looks like. And when you do have those moments, be real with yourself, catch yourself, say, oh, I just made a judgment based on this bias. Mm -hmm. What caused that and how do I fix that? Because that's when you start to break these bad, I don't know, call it habits or just the way we've been conditioned to think, right? Um, so that's what I mean by engaging, embracing, and elevating. It's all those processes. And as you practice to do these things, it sounds like a lot. It's like, Jen, really, for one thought, I have to stop or pause to do all that. It's a quick minute. Mm. So I, I like that you stopped yourself from saying... Uh, bad habits because uh, we have habits that are not bad. We have habits that may be bad, but I, th I like to say tendencies. Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah, I love that tendencies. word. Tendencies. So I'm going to change this tendency. See? Yes. Yeah. And then I wanted to share with, with my, because you you uh, elaborated on, on your process and so I just wanted to elaborate a little bit. And, and I'm going to go a different direction because I usually go into the vein of music. I'm going to go into relationships. So when I was a single man looking for a wife. Looking for love. For a suitor. A suitor. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've been watching too much Bridgerton. <laughs> a proper mate. <laughs> Are you courting? Were you so that was when you were courting people? This is when I was courting you. <laughs> so what I did was I made sure to research Jen as much as I possibly could. So I, I, I found out what her likes were, what her, what her dislikes were. I found out, you know, whether she had uh, been in relationship recently, whether there were children involved. I found out all this information. My beliefs. I remember yeah, that your was beliefs, a big conversation. Your belief system. Yeah, my um, values. Because some people have beliefs, but they don't practice them. Ah. And they're not in their system. So. Like, so do you really believe Yeah. That? Yeah. You don't believe in that. 
<laughs> right. So I, I studied all those things, and then I began to practice on how to capitalize on those situations. Because when you say, well, you capitalized? Well, yeah, because a lot of the things that Jen was into, I was also into it as well. So that's what that's how I knew we were compatible, compatible, and she was a proper suitor for me because she was suited for an individual like myself. I love that concept because whenever I hear suitor, I always think it's like you're my suitor. I must, I guess, because the male thing. Right. I've never considered myself a suitor, <laughs> <laughs> and so from that point, um, the the process began. Now I have enough research, I've done enough practice, mm. and now the process starts. I can properly court her, I can properly date her, take her places, and know I'm not going to take her to somewhere I know she's not going to like, because I already know all the research that I've put in and all the work I've practiced on. Plus, it was stuff that I liked as well, so I just enhanced my abilities by learning more about you. That is really cool. Well, thank you. That that makes me feel even more special that that much work went into courting me. To the pre. It felt so natural. Well, yeah. It, well, it's natural when, when you are um, compatible. Right. Now, if I had to change things about me and alter things about me and uh, she doesn't like this, she doesn't like that, and I love, you know, music, I love this type of style of movie. She likes game shows. I don't. You know, if it was like one of those, then it's a lot harder. And then I can do a process of elimination and say, you know what? Maybe she's not suited for me. Let me go to mm. the go to the next option. But no, we were perfectly matched. And I thought, let's move forward. Like that. So since you're using our relationship as an example, let's test my triad and see how that applies. So engage, embrace, and elevate. Uh I think the courting part was definitely the engaging piece. Absolutely. Right? Like, what do we have in common? What what things do you do or like that speak to me? And there were differences for sure. And I think it just added. So let me tell you how I think this is fun to talk about because I <laughs> one of the things I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he is meant for me is that <laughs> I said, oh, you're probably not going to want want to watch this. And it was Game Show Network. And you're like, what? I love that. And so we would play, um, what was that show, Corey? Old show where they held up the cards. The, the newlywed game. The newlywed game. Games. But it was the new newlywed game. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so we did things like that. Um, we loved homemade cooking. I mean, there were so many things that we loved. Uh, anyhow. So very much engaged. Once I was engaged, see, for me, if I'm not engaged, I can't get to the next level. Right. There's no it. reason for me to embrace you because I'm like, no, no, no. This is not going to work. Right. And so that's another thing, too, is you're talking about things that empower you or that work powerfully for relationships and other things is really knowing when to walk away. But that's a whole nother topic. So anyways, with embracing you, it's embracing not just who we are as an individuals, um, but who we can be as a couple. Right. What this looks like for our future. And who we're aspiring to be. Yeah. yeah. That's really important. Because when 
I, I love when you said, Jen, you know, when I was looking for the right relationship, I really wanted to be with someone who was exactly where I was at in life mm-hmm. that could understand. And so you and I had a lot of talks about future state, but our current state, probably, you know, not the best that we were in. <laughs> there was no probably. It was not the best. Yeah, it was a lot of partying. It was, you know, those times. But we knew what we wanted in life and to be able to have that conversation and you not look at me and be like, really, you're talking to me about this when you just had a bunch of drinks, you know, or... And, but it just felt comfortable. It made sense. And I just knew that there was a partnership there and someone that was going to encourage me and understood where I was at. So then here we go, 20 years in. And the question is, you know, how has our relationship elevated? How have we elevated one another? What do we have in life? What are the fruits of our labor, if you will, or the fruits of our love that show there's elevation? And oh my God, it's all around me. Yeah. You know, and so when you live in that space where there's constantly growing and and opportunities to be better and learn and go for more that that's my kind of place yeah that sets my landscape for life beautifully absolutely i'm right there with you so those are our triads i mean we can talk about other things um that really speak to us i mean even my ring, my wedding ring has the three stones. And it's just funny how things like that happen. So I'll, that's my first wedding ring. Actually, you got me a second one. But the first one has the three. And I've always just kind of played with it while I'm talking. And it's just like I'll count it like past, present, future. And it just reminds me where we came from, who we are today, and what the future holds for us. And I always do this, and this is another tip that I have, and it sounds a little kooky, but I know other people do this too, and other coaches um, will coach to this, but it's seeing your future self. Like, so I know where I want to be in my career, you know, my future self, and what that, what I would tell me today, Mm -hmm. like, it might be, you're going to get through these challenges like you always have and stay in it because this is going to be the outcome. It's bigger and better than you even thought it was going to be, you know? So while you're there, what would be the one thing you would tell yourself? And I want to share what, what that one thing I would do as well, but I just want to hear. Oh man. I mean, there's so many things I'd tell myself, like keep on doing it. Don't let anyone shut it down. Mm -hmm. Um, and keep moving. And, and for me, I think it is, is sometimes I can be super sensitive to, um, when people aren't speaking truth and it's directly towards me. The thing is, is my future self will say, these are the things that are going to happen, especially as you keep elevating, as you keep achieving, as you keep performing, as you keep being who you are over the top positive. Yes. Over the top hyper. Yes. That's who I am. Yeah. And, you know, don't change who I am because this is actually part of the formula that's going to help me get to the next level. Absolutely. Because without that, then you're not who yeah. you are today. Uh, I, I know I said one thing, but I have to go with two simply because of the way it, it's formatted in my mind. Uh-huh. The One of the things I would say is the exit is right there, especially when it's a negative situation. It keeps happening mm. over and over and you just allow yourself to remain like that. in that situation. 
bro, get up and walk away. It's easy. You don't have to sit there and torture yourself. And the other thing is, I would tell myself, it's easier if you just don't stress about it. Hello. Those are really good words of wisdom. Can we go back to exit? Sure. Because here we are, and and yeah, we're in 50s, Mm -hmm. and we get it. There are things like, man, I wish I'd used that exit so many times in life. And I, and you know, you think of, oh my God, I wasted that much time in this relationship, in this position, in this situation, because I wasn't brave enough to just exit. And that's what it boiled down to. Right. I just didn't have enough to get up and say, right. I don't have to do this. Yeah. I'm out of here. And so I asked myself, why didn't I exit, right? This is, again, your future self talking to your present self. Exit in spite of what people are going to say about you. Exit even though you've already invested a couple of years into it. Don't invest another two when it's not going anywhere. Right. Count it a loss and move on. And you know what the, the hardest pill to swallow is when you actually do exit after all the abuse you still have the feeling of failure. Yeah. So why not just experience that that emotion before it's so brutal and and tormenting that yeah. you can just take that exit. And that's what people say is just fail forward. Fail forward. We are going to fail, but better forward than backwards. Right. You know, or not getting anything of it. Or- and with a couple of extra bags of luggage. Right. I love that. Use the exit. It's flashing a neon. Whatever color you need to see that in, mine's really big, like a pink neon, and it's written in cursive. Right. And it's just... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for those sound effects. Oh, you guys missed my little hands doing the... Anyways, what was the second thing you said? Uh, It's easier without the stress. Mm. All you got to do is just not stress about it. Because I think about some of the things that I... Oh, severely stressed over and it it still happened or it didn't happen and it could have been very easily worked out or gone through with zero stress yeah yeah so let's see how my triple e's work into stress and coping with stress engaging in the fact that i am having a stressful moment or i'm on the way to stressful moment. And this is why. So it's knowing your triggers, red flagging the crap out of those things. Don't ignore them, right. recognize them and then embrace it. Like, and, but embrace where you want to be. Embrace the fact that I choose not to be stressed out over this, or I choose not to ruminate on this. I choose to get stronger from this instead of it letting it weaken me. Right. right. And then that's where you see elevation. I, and that's what I love about the three E's. Once you engage and you embrace it, it should naturally take you to an elevated level because you're doing these and you're not ignoring it right now. And what I'm saying, exit doesn't mean you're ignoring it. Exit no. means that you've engaged. I've embraced it. I've elevated enough to say I'm piecing out. Like yeah, this, this is not for me. This is not for me. It's not working. And I just also wanted to side note before we get too far off. That is where true rumination sets in. When the stress level is so high that it begins to alter your normal state of mind. Mm. That's true rumination. Just thinking about it or it being on your mind here and there. Experiencing it. Yeah. That's not rumination. Rumination sets in when it's uh 
altered. Yeah, it makes you sick. Makes you sick. It's like, and I. this is my rule of thumb too with things like that. If today I'm having a stressful moment or I'm just in my feelings, first I'm going to say it's okay. But for me, the next day I'm not showing up that way. You know, I'm going to embrace what's going on today, learn from it. And the next day, I'm just not going to be start my day off with, oh, this is what happened yesterday. So therefore, I'm going to let it dictate, you know, how I show up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, what is it? New mercies in the morning. His mercies are new in the morning. And so people do that. Like it's a new day, fresh start, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. It's such good practice to have, by the way. For anyone who wants to look this up, you know, at work, they talk about your hard skills and emotional EQ is a big thing. Emotional intelligence. There's a thing now PQ, and this is your level of intelligence for positivity. Mm. So, so key, especially when you're putting gas in your tank. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been truer. <laughs> right. So exercise that and. I love your three, Corey, study, practice, perform, or play. Mine was engage, embrace, elevate. Well, hello, because you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate.